0: Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hey, everyone. Tom Salemi here. Welcome back to the OIS Podcast. I have a challenge for you folks. Actually, not me, but the NEI has a challenge for you folks. They want to uh, create a, uh, a retina organoid, a 3D retina organoid, to be specific to help further uh, uh, research of retinal disease. And uh, the NEI has put together this challenge for uh, folks of many dis- many different disciplines to come up with this organoid. So we're going to talk today with uh, two great folks from the NEI, Jessica Mazarek and Steve Becker. They'll get into the details, but but bottom line, there's about a million dollars of prize money uh, up for grabs for uh, one or more than one uh, uh, entry or, or selected winner. And uh, this is going to really kick off uh, on february twenty eighth when there'll be a webinar where you can get all the information you need and it'll last until uh, phase one will last until August when they'll pick one or more winners and then from there uh, phase two which is sort of the larger final phase will uh will begin and that could go on for uh, for two more years altogether again there's about a million dollars up for grabs. so you really should check it out if there's something you're interested in. Uh, the website is going to be mentioned a few times in the podcast, but I'll give it to you right now. It's nei.nih.gov backslash 3 rock. And rock is spelled R-O-C for Retina Organoid Challenge. And uh, that they'll have all the information you need there, an email that you can use to, uh, to reach out and ask more questions if you have them. But again, sign up for the webinar. It is on February 28th, uh, noon to 1 PM. And, uh, on that, and that's Eastern time. And that'll get you the information you need. So again, we're going to talk to Jessica Mazarik and Steve Becker from the NEI. Before I let you go though, OIS at ASCRS is happening on May 4th in LA. Go to ois.net to register. And now let's get into this conversation about the retina organoid challenge. Jess Mizrak and Steve Becker, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you for having us.
2: Yeah, thanks, Tom. We appreciate the opportunity.
0: Oh, it's our pleasure, and uh, and we'll just get right into to why you're here. The NEI is obviously you've been uh, part of the uh, OIS agenda for um, yeah, for as long as I've been involved, involved with OIS, and I'm sure beyond that. So it was great to have your uh, presence at the conferences, and it's nice to have you on, on the podcast as well, specifically to talk about this new challenge that uh NEI has introduced and uh it's for 3D retina or sorry, organoid. I almost said that wrong. I almost said it. reganoid <laughs> organoid challenge. <laughs> uh or we can go with three D rock. That's a lot easier for, for me to say. Uh let's let's just get into the, the, the challenge itself. What is a challenge uh is defined by NEI and and what is the purpose of, of this specific challenge?
1: a challenge is a prize competition um, to generate interest and innovation in a certain scientific area. And uh, this particular challenge um, is coming from NEI. As you all know, NEI is the world's largest funder of vision research, and we're part of the National Institutes of Health, so we're interested in biomedical research. And our Our funding over the last 50 years has translated into major advances in vision research and strategies to prevent eye disease. And so with this 3D retina organoid challenge or the 3D rock, we want to accelerate retina research and develop new treatments for retinal diseases. Right now, there are about 38 million Americans over the age of 40 that experience blindness, low vision, or age-related eye diseases. And diseases of the retina, as the listeners probably know, the light-sensitive tissue at the back of the eye, makes up a significant piece of that total. And so retinal d- diseases include things like macular degeneration and diabetic eye disease. And once the retina tissue is destroyed, the result is permanent vision loss. So this challenge is really looking to address that problem and come up with better ways to, to treat and understand retinal diseases.
0: And how does this uh, how does this do that, Steve?
2: This uh, challenge um, is a, is a vehicle that uh, actually Congress uh, gave the government through a bill in 2010, the America Competes Act, uh, and it really allows us to drive innovation. Um, we were actually um, approached by uh, Congressman Pete Sessions uh, a year ago. Uh, And he wanted us to uh, develop uh, therapies for retinal diseases. And so we held a uh, workshop in 2016 to address the state of the science. And so uh, this challenge is um, taking on uh, uh, a big gap in uh, fundamental research, uh, which is because we're reliant on animal models. Um, Experiments with animal models have limitations in how they translate to human patients, and uh, testing in humans isn't always possible. So an organoid would reduce the dependence on those animal models and hopefully provide a better uh, platform to develop and test treatments for people. So uh, for people that aren't uh, familiar with the term organoid, Uh, That's a group of cells that's grown in a lab dish, and it resembles a miniature organ. And it actually consists of living human tissue. And so this retina organoid can be used to see how the cells of the retina function and understand what happens during disease and test test potential treatments that may uh, help the retina regenerate and restore vision.
0: What is the challenge to creating uh, an organoid? How how difficult is, is it to assemble something like that?
2: There's been a number of advances uh, in the last years that have uh, coaxed stem cells to be able to form a retina uh, naturally by just providing the right growth factors. And so they go um, on this self-programmed recapitulation of development into these little eye cups, they call them. And so uh, because this protocol has been published, There's a lot of groups that have been using uh, this 3D system, um, but there's some limitations to that system. They don't fully recapitulate all the tissues, and it's not organized in a perfectly exact manner uh, that happens in an animal model.
0: Who are you challenging with this this challenge? Who are you trying to reach out, and who do you hope will help participate or will participate?
1: The community that we're engaging are what we call the solvers, and these are the researchers that we hope will come into the space to fill this scientific need. Um, And these scientists can come from many diverse fields, not just vision research. In fact, we think it's very important that they do come from other fields such as developmental biology and stem cell biology, tissue engineering, material science, and 3D bioprinting, um, because all of these expert, all of the expertise from these researchers working together is really what's going to allow us to push the science to the point where we can get a physiologically relevant organoid. Um, for example, um, Steve mentioned that the structure of the organoids that are currently produced with the protocols isn't quite right, and so one example might be that. Um, tissue engineers or bioengineers might be able to come in and say, okay, we're going to build a scaffold so that all the cells align properly and the structure is better. And the other interested group uh, are organizations and companies. And these are companies that might be involved in healthcare, research service providers, scientific product manufacturers, imaging technology businesses, and these people are very important to the challenge because we want to build a community of supporters for the solvers. Um, We know that biology is very expensive and there will be a prize at the end of this challenge, but we're asking for the research to be done up front. And so one of the ways that we are going to be supporting the solvers is to to build partnerships with these companies and organizations and offer support through things like, Research grants um, that might be provided by a non nonprofit organization for example, or reduced um, discounts on reagents and cell lines that companies might be able to offer
0: given my calling it an oreganoid at the beginning of this it's clear that I don't know this world very well <laughs> who um h- how does this become a common resource for everyone if one of these is created um, who is able to use it is it Something that's shared and used in multiple sites—is it someplace that's stored in one one place in particular? How how is one of these things used by by many different solvers?
1: That's a great question, and another very important reason to get investors, companies, and um, other interested stakeholders involved early, because we think this prototype that is developed out of this challenge, this retina organoid prototype can be commercialized and should be commercialized so that the research community has access to it. Um, The details of that are probably just a a bit beyond the challenge itself. And we have talked about, you know, nothing is set in stone yet, but we're talking about how we can facilitate that process after the challenge happens. But one of the most important things is to prepare for that as the science is happening now. Um, So I think that the pipelines for a research product and a commercialized research product are a bit different. So, getting the companies involved and getting them talking to the researchers is a is a huge aspect of this.
0: Interesting. So, Steve, what are some of the logistics of the of the challenge? I know it's uh, broken up in in two phases. What is phase one?
2: Yeah. So, phase one is uh, a simple proposal of how one is going to create a three D retinal organoid. Um, we expect uh the challenge to launch uh sometime in the spring march april um and that'll go through uh august and uh those proposals will be judged and uh, prizes will be awarded uh, to those uh, concepts that have uh, a high feasibility and uh, great innovation in them Um, and then uh, after those proposals are submitted we're going to enter a reduction to practice phase, a phase 2 that could last up to two or three years um, in which they're going to put together uh, the 3D retinal organoid that they have proposed and uh, try to address either um, a disease that they're interested in understanding and show how uh, the advances are going to help elucidate the disease mechanisms, or they're going to... uh, Uh, demonstrate that their new uh, retinal organoid is helpful for uh, testing uh, drugs, and uh, it can be in terms of uh, drug toxicity or drug development, uh, help identify new targets for uh, drugs uh, to be developed around. And so the uh, total prize for for that uh, phase two uh, is around $900,000 and will be split among those two areas, disease modeling and drug development.
0: Okay, that's great. We're going to take uh, just a moment to uh, remind folks about OIS at ASCRS. It, again, is happening on May 4th in LA. Uh, Go to ois.net to register. Uh, You can sign up now for your breakfast breakout sessions, and uh, you want to sign up for those much sooner rather than later because there is limited seating for those. So, go to ois.net to register for register for the upcoming OIS at ASCRS. Just had a meeting with the co-chairs uh, earlier today, and uh, it's going to be a great agenda. So make sure you're there, ois.net. Now back to this conversation. Is there uh, an understood way uh, that might be a superior way to, to create one of these uh, organoids? Um, or is it's is it wide open? I mean, I guess someone, if someone's listening and they say, I think I know how to do this, but I don't know if it'll be something that's received by the judges. Is, is this open to, to any avenue to, to doing this? Or do you already have a sense of what proposals might be favored over another type of proposal?
2: That's a great question. Um, in general, there are the innovation that biomedical researchers can bring to this problem is wide open. And you know, I described a little bit about um, some stem cell biologists have a have a fairly robust protocol to start this process. But, as just referred to, there are bioengineers, tissue engineers, really innovative people that uh, we're trying to attract to uh, bring their brain power and creativity to this problem. And we think that that's the real um, exciting part of doing this challenge of seeing what's out there and what innovative designs and principles and techniques uh, people not in the vision research field or not even uh, in biomedical research can bring to this problem?
1: One of the things that we'd like to do with this challenge is to encourage researchers to build teams. So vision researchers might join with bioengineers, for example, to bring their expertise in. And that way, the organoid technology expertise is there. And then, these other researchers are able to bring their ideas into the space.
0: I see. Will the judges be uh, within NEI, uh, or are you sort of assembling a, uh, a broader industry, uh, industry-represented industry panel uh, to review these submissions?
1: The proposals will be reviewed by um, a technical review board of expertise, and their recommendations will be given to federal judges who will select the winners.
0: And how are you reaching out? and trying to get uh, people to participate other than, than participating in this widely popular podcast. <laughs> what, o- <laughs> what else are you doing to, uh, to reach out and, and, and to get people uh, to, to make people aware of this?
1: So we've started uh, a bit of an advertising campaign that's underway right now. We have been advertising at a few research conferences. We're looking into journal advertising. Um, we started to send... Emails to companies and people we think might be interested because they're, you know, they work on regenerative medicine or they sell stem cells, for example. And so, all of those things are happening, kind of, you know, as we're going forward with this. But then, we also have a website. It's um, nei.nih.gov/backslash3drock, and. From that website, you can sign up for the Listserv and also join our discussion forum. And the discussion forum, we think, is going to be important in this team-building aspect that um, Steve and I talked about and bringing a bunch of different researchers into the space. And so any updates um, will be available through the Listserv and the website, though.
0: And you have a webinar coming up on, on February 28th?
1: We do. So that webinar is for companies and organizations who are interested in supporting the solvers, and we'll provide more information on how they might be able to do that and setting up partnerships in the future.
0: Interesting. So, to reiterate, the the, the how many um, proposals will be do you th- do you anticipate would be selected for phase one, and those. Any of those groups selected to participate or or selected from phase one, they would receive $100,000 a piece? That's the prize?
2: So for phase one, that $100,000 pool will be split among the prize winners. Mm -hmm. Uh, We expect um, anywhere from three to five winners uh, for that. But uh, what's uh, unique about uh, this challenge is that all um, participants can move forward to phase two, regardless of how they score um, or are recognized in phase one.
0: I see. Okay. So the the $100,000 could be split uh, amongst competing, might not be the right term, but, but different proposals who then might go on to, to phase two. Some will have received money, some will have not.
2: That's right. And uh, going back to this idea of having an ecosystem of supporters, uh, we've had some uh, uh, vision funding organizations that are very um, disease specific. And if there is a disease model that aligns with their mission, we can see uh, some collaborations there and the funding support for those um, projects that align with uh, such interests. And so that could be another uh, mechanism where uh, funding is is supplied at these early stages.
0: Okay. And then phase two, again, to just repeat, that'll kick off uh, in the fall of this year. And uh, the winner of that, and again, multiple winners are possible, uh, would be eligible for $900,000 or split amongst them, $900,000.
2: Yeah, that's right. We're uh, still finalizing the phase two um, steps But uh, one um, aspect is that we're considering having endpoints or milestones that, if met um, at certain uh, time increments, could allow teams uh, to receive uh, prizes based on reaching those criteria. So maybe all the criteria uh, would take two to three years, but there might be some midterm goals that if demonstrated a year in, we could start to give out um some prizes
0: okay well to we'll have the website up on uh on the podcast page but to to repeat it nei.nih.gov backslash 3 r o c roc no k 3d rock without a k um if someone else has questions is that the best way to, to get answers or is there a way to to reach out directly to the two of you to uh to maybe get some more specifics
1: the website is probably the best way. Either signing up for the listserv, that will give you a general that will give all general updates for, for specific questions. We have an alias listed on the website, and that comes directly to my inbox. So we will we'll be happy to field those questions. Okay,
0: and of course, then the webinar on February 28th, uh, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, will uh, we'll probably answer any question that they have.
2: The other uh, main uh, announcement for this challenge will be in the Federal Register. Uh, when this uh, challenge is uh, launched officially, all the details and all the criteria uh, can be found there, and that'll be linked on our website as well. But that'll be the announcement officially kicking off this challenge.
0: Well, this is great. If there's, uh, again, we'll have the website up on, uh, on, the, pa- on the podcast page. It's nei.nih.gov backslash 3DROC. And uh, the webinar is on February 28th, uh, noon Eastern time, so people can set a- aside those times. And uh, you hope to have some, some uh, selections by August of, of, uh, of this year. So will you be announcing that anywhere? I know that's uh, synced up with the ASRS meeting. Is that uh, an intention to sort of uh, use that as a platform, or uh, will you just be announcing it uh, through more traditional means and less public means?
1: We haven't come up with a solid plan for the announcement yet, but we have been talking about multiple ways of doing that outreach. Um, we think one of the big advantages of taking part in a challenge is to get the name and recognition from it. So we would like to put the winners out there as much as we possibly can. That meeting is a good idea.
0: Terrific. Well, it's, uh, it's very exciting stuff. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to, uh, to meet with, uh, with us on the podcast and to uh, give us the details. And uh, we look forward to, to following this project along as, uh, as you select some, uh, some winners and move forward to Phase 2.
1: Thanks so much for having us.
2: Yes, thanks, Tom.
0: And that is a wrap. Jessica Eric, and Steve Becker, thank you for joining us and for uh, giving us the details on NEI's 3D Retina Organoid Challenge. Again, if you want information on that, uh, we'll, have the, uh, we'll have information on the podcast page. But you can go to o- uh, nei.nih.gov backslash 3D Rock. The uh, webinar is happening on February 28th at noon. Information on the webinar will be on that website. So just go there and you'll get all the information you'll need. And uh, good luck to all of you. We hope, you uh, we hope to follow this story. And maybe we'll uh, talk to a uh, winner or two in the near future. And uh, between now and then, you should join us at OIS at ASCRS. It's happening again on May 4th in LA. Go to OIS.net to register. If you like this podcast and all the other podcasts we've done, please uh, give us a ranking and some comments on uh, whatever platform you're listening to. It it would really help us a lot to uh, kind of spread the word about this uh, podcast. And uh, if you don't want to give a ranking, just uh, tell a friend who likes ophthalmology innovation as much as you do. We uh, appreciate the company, the more the merrier. And uh, that's it. Again, go to ois.net to sign up for OIS at A-S-E-R-S, and we will see you in Los Angeles.